Blog Talk Radio. Gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there today? Hope everybody is having a great Monday afternoon and Monday morning for those on the West Coast. Yeah, see, I, I almost forgot, right? All right, for those that happen to have the day off or whatever you want to consider this day is, you know, just a regular day off or it could be a holiday. It could be Columbus Day. It could be Discoverer's Day, Founder's Day, uh, Native Americans Day. Indigenous People Day, whatever you want to call it, I hope you're enjoying it. You know, in today's society, you know, we have to be politically correct, and and as more of the truth comes out about the history of this country, you know, things are going to change. Names are going to change. Um, some are going to stay the same, but as long as we all agree on one or two things, it'll be okay. And that is, yeah, some of y'all have a day off. That's always a good thing, right? Right, of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. But anyway, welcome to the show. My co-host, uh, P. Ross, will be here sometime in the next hour or so. But until then, y'all got me, Mr. Talking. You know, that's always a, a good, good thing. Uh, let's see. We have a lot to talk about today. We really do. Um, we got to talk about the Kavanaugh um, confirmation. It finally went through, and I told y'all that was going to happen, though. Y'all ain't have to believe me, but mm, I already saw it. Yeah, I already saw it coming. You know, it, it, it was, it was, it was going to happen. 
know that happened. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about Bill Cosby. Uh, you know, his lawyers are trying to get the convention thrown out, voided, and you know the regular appeal stuff. And some of the arguments may make sense, may not to some of you. But we're gonna try. We're gonna try and put a little sense to that as well. Then, of course, we got to talk about Jason Van Dyke, the Chicago policeman that was found guilty of shooting Laquan. Uh, 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 what's the little boy's name? Is my bad, y'all. Yeah, the little boy down in Chicago, Laquan McDonald. Yeah, sixteen times, but well, they found him guilty. Um, but we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well because. I, although it sounded good, I have some reservations and some questions about that conviction as well because of some of the things that were said um, after the the, 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 the uh, verdict was given. And I, I have some questions about that. So we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about that as well. Also, we're going to talk uh, China. In the United States, yes, we got to talk about that. Uh, Mississippi, down in Jackson, no, what is the Brookhaven, Mississippi, a high school football team put on a little skit that has everybody upset down in that part of the country. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And, of course, yes, it involved, you know, some um, toy weapons, and everybody upset about that. And we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. Um. And a little of this, a little of that, and whatever else you may bring to the show. And that's that's what we're going to be talking about today. So I want everybody to sit back, relax, and get ready for a great show. So before we go any further, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show, which is very important to me anyway. The easiest way is just give me a call at 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. And uh, press one on your keypad if you want to talk to me. We'll bring you in and we'll have that conversation. Another way is uh, you can hit me up in the chat room, which is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways you can talk to me as well. We can have a conversation in the chat room. Now, let's make it clear. Once you come into the chat room, uh, if you want to actually have a conversation with me, you have to come in with a username. If you don't have a username, you can just see what's being typed, but you won't be able to participate. Okay, we just thought we were going to put that out there as well. Uh, you can also email me during, before, and after the show uh, at ericletstalk at gmail.com. So those are three ways you can actually talk to me during the show. And then the website is updated. We have a website at www.ericletstalk.com, and you can go on there and check out the videos that we have on there as well. We have uh, a lot of video, a lot of video that is actually uh, in relation to what we're talking about here on the show today. So we, you can go and check that out as well. And there's a contact form for you to fill out just in case you want to say something, you know, suggest something. Or you know, read one of the little uh, you know, say something about one of the little blogs and uh, uh, statements we have there. So those are all the ways you can participate on the show. And as I said before, we want to hear from you. We want to know what you have on your mind because it is important. That's why the show is called Let's Talk. Okay. 
Excuse me. So with that being said, let's go on and move on forward now. Okay. So the title of the show today is, is, is It Wasn't Me. And, man, you talking about a good, good title for a show. But we're going to get into why I chose that title here in a little bit. But it's time for the song of the day. And y'all know, you can't have a show called It Wasn't Me without bringing Shaggy in with his hit song, uh, It Wasn't Me. Right? Right. Of course, y'all know you can. So, without further ado, here's your song of the day. Shaggy, It Wasn't Me, the remix, baby. See y'all in about five minutes. Enjoy the music. Eyes up. 
got me red-handed, creepy with a girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I had given her an extra pee? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. That was your song of the day, Shaggy, and it wasn't me. <laughs> All right. What a song matches this is the, the title of the show, It Wasn't Me. All right. Once again, you want to be a part of the show, which we do highly encourage. The phone number is 347-838-8622. Email at ericletstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget, don't forget our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate on the show. As I, as I mentioned before, I do want to hear your comments on some of the things, on everything we're talking about, actually, and plus whatever you may bring to the conversation as well. I know some of y'all, y'all have brilliant minds out there, and you'd be sitting back holding back. So, hey, this is the show right here for you to come on, share what you know, and uh, we can decipher some things together as far as our world and what's really happening around us, okay? So, uh, that's all I want to say about that, okay? So, now, let's go ahead and, and get started with the show here because, as I mentioned before, there's a lot of things we I want to talk about today, and uh, we only got two hours, maybe three hours at the most to talk about it. Uh, so, yeah, so let's get started. All right. You know, y'all know everything before we even get started on the main topic. Um, there's some things I talk about just because they bother me a little bit, and I, I'm just going to get this on out of the chair. You know, this weekend I was sitting around watching, the, uh, uh, you know, some of the football games on the on the tube, uh, you know, because it's, it's that time of the year, which is my time of the year football season. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about it. That's my time of the year, okay, football season. If I'm not bowling, I'm watching football. But anyway, so, <laughs> you know, as I'm sitting around watching, you know, I'm watching all the commercials, and and it hit me. I said, well, you know what? We got a ACC. Now, listen to what I'm saying. We have an ACC network that's coming out next year. got a SEC network. You have a Big Ten network. You have a Pac-12 network, Big 12 network. I'm looking like, why don't any of our HBCUs have a network? I say, wait, wait a minute. That's BET Television, right? Which supposedly stands for Black Entertainment Television. But yet they show no HBCU games whatsoever. And it's just not football. They don't show any basketball or and HBCUs have a whole has a a lot of historical games that are played. You know, it, it's football and basketball, and even track meet. But why isn't in this being shown? Or if it's being shown, it's being shown taped late eleven thirty at night. So who who's watching that late at night? 
uh, you may start watching, but if you're like me, eventually your eyes are going to get heavy, you go to bed. So I think we need to, to, to work on that and see if we can't get uh, uh, start a petition to where we can see more HBCU games on the tube just like the regular schools. I understand they're not as big as the, the big boys, the Florida States, the Florida, Michigan, Ohio State, USC, so forth and so on. I recognize that. All right, I know this. But when you have games like the Cotton Bowl Classic, Grambling versus Paraguay, they have a game, you know, or, or the, the uh, what is Southern versus Grambling. I mean, why can't we have these games broadcast in real time live? Except for during during uh, December when no, none of the big schools are playing, so NBC will put on uh, – uh, uh, Southern and, and Grambling or someone like that. That makes no sense. We want to see HBCUs during the regular season too. So maybe we need to work on that. I, I got to find out how we can get that started. Uh, may have to start a petition or or write or put in a writing campaign or something. But we need to get that started, man, because we need to see more of our our teams, our HBCU teams, on on the tube as well. Okay. Yeah, I know some of y'all are gonna say, well, you know, they don't draw, they do not draw the, um, they do not draw the sponsors and the crowds as as the big white schools. Yes, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But the, I mean, really, if they can put Harvard and Yale on television playing football, they can put Grambling on, they can put Perry on, they can put North Carolina Central, North Carolina A and T, Howard. You know. Yeah, they can put those teams on. Bam, you. Through Cookman College. Morehouse. You see, those those schools have teams as well. But you wouldn't know it because you never see them. Now, unless they play in one of the big schools, and then, of course, you know, that's just more of a money thing because usually the big schools schedule the little HBCUs uh, with hopes of, you know, it's more of a scrimmage, a real, a live scrimmage than anything else. But let's see if we can get some of our HBCU sports teams, you know, in some prime time playing each other. Welcome to the show, Guest 677. Glad you can hang out with us today. All right. So I just had to get that out. That was something that was really, really working, working on, on my brain there over the weekend. And I just wanted to get that out there. Okay. <laughs> that being said, let's move on to the next topic because I, I did not did I not tell you that this so-called FBI investigation of Kavanaugh was just going to be like hoo ha ha ha. Okay, it's done now. Let's confirm it. I told y'all that there was never going to be anything to come out of this that investigation that was going to stop this guy from being. Uh, confirmed and being put on the Supreme Court. See, what most people forget, this is the second second judge that the Trump administration has placed on the Supreme Court. The second. Now, let's go back to just when, um, just for the last presidential election. Y'all remember that? When, when, when Obama, y'all remember when Obama was trying to put that judge on the Supreme Court, and he got fought tooth and nail, so they just let it slide and let it die. So so now you got Trump 
Jeannie came in and put two judges on, on the Supreme Court. Two judges. Now, what does that really mean? Hmm, don't know yet. Depends on how they start ruling on certain cases. It could mean good things, could mean bad things. You know, a lot of times you, you take a look at, 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 at the headlines or what the so-called uh, experts want you to want you to hear and believe, and you think maybe it's a bad thing. Now, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it will be a good thing. You just won't know until you just don't know until uh, uh, Kavanaugh starts making decisions, starts ruling on on some cases. That's the only way you can tell whether you know he, it was a good uh, appointment or not. But let me tell you what I though. The only way he was not going to be confirmed and make it to the Supreme Court was he had to come out and say, yes, I did it. I was there. That's the only way it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> That's the only way it wasn't going to happen. You know, and, and uh, the other interesting the, other interesting side piece of this was that you had some of the female senators come out, and, and, and it's interesting to hear a woman say, well, I believe she was assaulted, but I just don't believe it was by Kavanaugh. Now, when you think of that statement, you're like, wow, really? That's, that's where you're going with this, right? No, you believe it. You believe it happened, but just not by this guy right here. So, and who did the FBI interview? Now, let's remember that even even if the FBI did find something, you know, there was really nothing they could do. I mean, it really wasn't. It was more of a, you know, okay, let's go out here and ask some questions and see what we come up with. Now, rumor has it that they did not ask a whole lot of people that needed to be asked. Which, okay, I'm sure they were instructed by the White House, the administration, only to ask or go so far into the, the questioning of whoever they had to question. But don't make it so extensive that some 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 things gonna come out that's gonna really put down on whether this guy was gonna get um, uh, confirmed or not. But like I said before, when when um, Flake came up with this great idea, well, let's put it off for a week and let the FBI investigate, and if they come up with nothing, then I'll give you my vote. That's a grandstanding play. That's all it was, a grandstand. That's what it was, a grandstand. And, and since it was a grandstand, it was always going to be the only way it was going to stop was he had to admit it himself. And that little show he put on after that day, after she testified, where he got upset, angry, turned red, and, and profusely, you know, denied the allegations. Oh, that was the perfect. That was that. That was what he. That is what he needed to do, to, to cement, to cement his nomination and his confirmation. Not a lot of people is not going to believe that. They're, they're not. But if you go back and pay attention to it, yeah, that is exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. 
and they went to this this little private room they called it. Yeah. And as I said that day, it was nothing but deals being made. Deals being made and a whole lot of laughter going on. Like we done fooled the American people once again. We got them again. We got them again. So, regardless, now it's all over. You know, he he being confirmed. You know, he's being sworn in. He's supposed to have some um, type of gala this evening at the at White House. And uh, that's your neck. That's your newest Supreme Court Justice, Kavanaugh. <laughs> just saying his name just makes you look back at him and say, "Wow, you know, I could see him as a young kid, just." You know, one of the little preppy kids. I can see it. I really can. I can. Now, let's ask a question. If you were one of his friends back then, and now you know he's a Supreme Court justice or a ju- he was a judge, would you really want to say anything that to, to upset him or make him just ah, look look really bad? Knowing that Mr. Smith is looking at you, and I'm sure there was some very nice nudging going on as into what you better say and what you better not say to those that were interviewed. Don't think there weren't. Because this, this right here was very important to, to, to not only the, the, the Republican Party, but to the president himself. Because it's just another another step that can be used um, up until next month's midterm election. See what I've done? I put two Supreme Court justices in, off, in, in on the bench, not one, not two. And let's not forget that the new the new Supreme Court um, session is ready. If it hasn't begun, it's getting ready to begin real soon. So now it's full. It's full now. So now we can take a look, uh, especially at the last two, Neil Gorich and Kavanaugh, and see how they will work within the system. Okay, so let's see how they rule on, on cases that, that's pertinent, especially for uh, people of color, like the voting rule, uh, planned parenting, abortion. Yeah, we need to pay attention to that. And let's see what happens. We have a full court now. All right, so anyway, that's good. Speaking of court, speaking of court, Bill Cosby, lawyers, you know, they filed an appeal. Of course, everybody knew they were going to file an appeal. That was nothing really major, uh, anything that wasn't really going to happen. But they asked the court to void the conviction. And the prison sentence. Of course, he was sentenced three to ten years um, in federal prison, and he was not given bail uh, pending appeal. In other words, after the trial, that trial was over, they marched him out and put him, sent him to prison. Okay, but his new attorneys, because <laughs> he's had many of them, 
In fact, there's uh, a set of them that's actually suing him uh, based on the from the first trial. They said they didn't get paid all of what they were supposed to get paid. And, of course, the man going to prison, so, you know, they took all his royalties, you know, they took all the shows off the air, then basically, you know, did enough to take all his money. So I don't know how they expect to get paid anyway, but it's all right. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, Anyway, they argued that the judge aired in calling Bill Cosby a sexual violent predator who must be in prison to protect the community. Now, you know, I really think that this was I, I agree with, with, with the, the, the the defense on this. This was not not <laughs> that wasn't called for. It really wasn't. The man was eighty one years old. The man is eighty one years old. He's blind. What y'all trying him for happened over Ten years ago, over ten years ago, according to deposition now. So the same man who did that back then is not this this man here. Now, like I said before, what is he gonna what really? What is he gonna molest? A bowl of cereal? And here's another interesting interesting part of this whole case that nobody. Nobody um, seems to want to talk about. And who was bringing these females to him? Okay, you have to now. Let's take a look at this. Bill was a star, a big star. All right, so not he just didn't go out and find these women on his own. Right, somebody had to be there in between, especially if they were coming to his home. Now I know we've given Camille big props for. Standing by her man and what have you But where was she at When all this was going on I'm not saying that she was involved Okay That's not what I'm saying But I am saying she may have known About some of what was happening I am saying that But I'm sure there was somebody else Bringing these women to Bill There had to be somebody else Bringing these women to Bill Cosby But that wasn't mentioned because the, the system, uh, Steele, that's his name, Steele, he was so intent on going after Bill Cosby himself. That's who he wanted. Because, number one, he was dared. He was dared to go after him. And I do not believe that if he, if his opponent during the time when he was running for office would not have dared him to go after Bill Cosby, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. But anyway, the trial, um, Cosby lawyers say trial evidence never proved the encounter with um, the accuser, Andrea Constad, took place in 2004. And not 2003, or that Cosby was arrested in the 12-year time limit. Well, we already know he would. Yeah, he wasn't arrested during that time. He wasn't. You know this. Um, they also want to say that the judge properly considered the trial testimony of five other accusers, 
in sentencing Cosby, instead of limiting that prior bad act testimony to the question of his guilt or innocence. You know, um, and that was the difference. I do believe that was the difference between the first and second trial. Because remember now, this was the the second trial. Because the first one ended up in a hung jury. And the judge declared a mistrial. Remember that. See, a lot of times we get caught up in saying we forget the facts, but this was the second trial. So in essence, he beat them the first time, which had to be humiliating, upsetting. So what did they do? They hurried up and rushed and got another indictment so they could retry him. But this time, Oh, this time, they decided to bring in some other accusers and have them testify as well. Now, one of Costa's friends also testified for the defense that said that she was basically out to get money. But yet, that was overlooked. Why was that overlooked? I tell y'all, I told y'all last time while I was over, look, I'm going to tell you again here in a minute. Um, the defense also complained that an audio recording played to jurors of a 2005 conversation between Cosby and Gianna Constead was not authentic. They said they did not make the discovery into it, an expert review after the trial. Now, I don't know because I haven't heard this, this, this uh, I mean, this recording. I haven't heard it, so I, I don't know was it authentic or not? Because I wasn't there, number one. But let's talk about this. Okay, so that's 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 what his new attorney uh, um, team is is trying to get done as far as his conviction and imprisonment. Okay, that's what they fight right now. But see, here's here's something that's that's very very interesting. They've taken all the Cosby shows off the of television. I think the only place it's still playing the Cosby show is what, TV One, I think it is. Yeah, everybody else has just taken it off. Anything that has to do with him has been phew, deleted basically. Which is what, what which is what was the purpose of, of going after him as hard as they did. Alright? You have these schools out there, they've taken his names off stuff. Taking back his honorary uh, um, um, doctorate, you know, uh, I think they even took his name off the Walk of Fame, you know, down in Hollywood, what have you. They've done all this. They've done all this. Then the question comes: Wait a minute, why haven't they given him any of his money back? All the universities where he's he's donated money. All these 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 programs where he donated money, you take his name off, but you keep his money. That makes no sense, does it? Three one three, I see you. Thank you for hanging out with us. You know that makes no sense. Then you also take uh, you got Charlie Sheen, admit to sleeping with women, and know he HIV positive. Nothing happened, is it, Charlie? Mm-mm. No. Kevin Spacey, little boy. 
and we're not even going to start with the with the, with the uh, Catholic Church and the priests that's been moving from um, what's it called it what they call those things parishes to parishes to hide what they've been doing. Take a look at the big big picture. Oh yeah, there was more to it than just him being a quote unquote danger to the community. Or being a sexually violent predator. <laughs> you know, it, it was just more to it than that. It was more to it. Once again, somebody had to be put in their place. Somebody had to be put in their place. Not to mention that Bill got caught up. Bill did something that Kavanaugh didn't do that Trump hasn't done. And you know what that is? He admitted to doing it. That what brought me to the conclusion that unless Kavanaugh say, yes, I did it, he was going to be confirmed. Because during the deposition back in 2003, 2004, Bill actually admitted to giving some of them young ladies some, some drugs, quaaludes, Benadryl. He admitted it. And as one of the jurors said, well, yeah, that's what basically what we went on. That's basically why we found him guilty. But there, up until then, everything else was circumstantial. His word against her word. No logic versus common sense. The term I did it, yes, or I did this and I did that, yeah, yeah, that that that, that did it. That that did it. Remember now, you got somebody in office, they heard him say what he did on a tape. Remember that it was on a tape, a recording. And what was said about that? It was fake. It was, it was fake. That wasn't him. But you never heard him say, I did it out of his mouth. Not like it matter for the for his base anyway. Because 45 bases just determined that he's doing an outstanding job. And some of them will tell you, I don't care what he do, what he say. I'm going to vote for him regardless. You can't be upset about that. A lot of black folks did the same thing for um, Obama. They didn't care whether his policies uh, help the black community. They don't care. All they knew was it was a black president, and that's who I'm voting for. Period. Only thing as a politician that has to say is it wasn't me. And until you can prove it was them. That's all I got to say. It wasn't me. Everybody running around. Well, you know, Obama was the, the, one of the greatest presidents ever. Eh, he was okay. I'm, I'm going to say he was okay. You know, he was different. He had a little swag to him. You know, he had a little swag to him. No, but he wasn't perfect by a long shot. He really wasn't. 
No, he was part of the system just like the rest of them. But sometimes we let our, our blindness to, to what what we want to see uh, get the best of us. We do. You know what I mean? But we don't pay that attention because we get caught up in the hoopla. We get caught up in the hoopla, in the headlines. But we fail to stop and take a look at what's going on behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Who's really controlling? Who's really controlling the, the show? Needless to say, Bill, I wish you luck, but uh, I, I doubt if any of this is going to get overturned, if any Bill Cosby uh, sentence be overturned, because basically, you know, he, he admitted it. Once he admits it, you admit it. It's, it's only poppy. It's only poppy. They got you. They got you. <laughs> All right. Is there anything you want to add to any of the things I've said today? All they do is give me a call three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. You can email me Eric Let's Talk at Gmail dot com and our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash Mr. Talk. All right. So let's talk about what happened last uh, over the weekend. Jason Van Dyke, uh the Chicago policeman that shot and killed Laquan McDonald shot him 16 times, 16 times, was found guilty of second-degree murder and 16 counts of aggravated battery. All right? So every time a a, a, a round hit him, that was battery, aggravated battery, I guess. Now, this was a very interesting case. Let's say this is the first time in what fifty something years that a Chicago policeman been actually convicted of, of crime, of, of shooting, of, of shooting someone. Now that really got me to thinking. Fifteen years, fifteen years. That really got me to thinking. You know, and his attorneys on the way out, says something that was very interesting. And I, I don't think a lot of people caught to what this attorney said. Their attorney said, well, Jason Van Dyke was just being used as a scapegoat by the system. That's what he said. He was being used as a scapegoat by the system. Of course, I'm paraphrasing, but basically that's what he was saying. And that right there, people, that right there caught my attention. It really caught my attention. Let's let us let us go back and look. Let's go back and look at this thing now. Let's go back to Ferguson. When they found that kid, uh, the, the 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 shooter, uh, innocent. The riot and what have you. Remember that? Baltimore, Freddie Gray. Remember what happened there as well when they found all those officers not guilty? The unrest, as they call it, the riot, the destruction. Y'all remember that, right? So now you bring Chicago in. You bring Chicago in. And this is a big, this is a big, big trial going on right here. 
Don't forget, the video was out there on YouTube and everywhere you can find it. But this officer shot this kid in the back. Don't listen. So now here's the trial. The trial is going on. Now somebody thought about this and said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If by chance they find this key, this guy innocent, there's nothing we're going to be able to do to control what happens in the, in the city of Chicago. Let's not forget as well, if you listen to the mainstream media, or you listen to the, the so-called pundit on black-on-black crime, Chicago is out of control anyway. They're out of control. So just imagine if this key guy right here was found innocent. You had crowds of people everywhere just waiting for the verdict to be you hand it out. You're waiting for that. They were waiting. Could it possibly be just by a little bit, little bit that somebody said he would not walk out of here a free man? We cannot allow him to walk out of here a free man. Now, I'm not talking about any of the protesters. I'm not. Is it possible? Is it possible? The prosecuting defense, the defense attorney got together and said, yeah, he can't walk out of here innocent. But it would be no Chicago. There would be no Chicago. Now, you know, and, and sometimes people have to understand that the the, the 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 significance of certain things. They really do. They have to understand the significance of how why things happen. You know, and, and it was it, it's interesting that they found this guy guilty, right? They found him guilty, and I see you two one seven. I get to you in a minute. Uh, uh, this activist Jedediah Brown. He said something that was really, really crazy. <laughs> he said, it feels like a victory for black Chicago. We never get justice. Today, we got justice. Today, it looks like a new day in America. No, Jedediah, you didn't get justice. You got played. That's what you did. You got played. You know, you got played. And the reason why you got played is, <laughs> and Mr. Jedediah Brown, because the powers that be in Chicago already do, they could not afford to find this guy innocent because they, they couldn't afford the, the, the unrest that would it would cause. For those that just joined us, we talking about the Jason Van Dyke um, conviction in Chicago. And my theory is it looks good on the surface, but there was more to this conviction than, than it seems. 
You know what I mean? That that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's just that way. You know, and this so called Jedediah Brown guy, he's supposed to be an activist. You're like, really, dude? Really? It feels like a victory for black Chicago. No, it was not a victory for black Chicago. It was not. It was a victory for the the, the establishment, the government of Chicago. That's who the victory is for. Especially with elections coming up next month. There's no way in heck they were going to allow anything, any type of, of, of unrest to happen. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. Van Dyke, he going to get out on parole. He'll be all right. They're going to take care of him up in there. They're going to take care of him. But he had to be the sacrificial lamb this time around to ensure that their agenda continues the way it needs to. That's all I'm saying. Let me bring my, my co-host in. P, I see you got here. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah. yeah, I know you want to say something about this. Go ahead. I'm talking about this shooting uh, in Chicago. Uh, well oh, Mr. Uh, 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 Van Dyke? Yeah. Yeah, we talking about yeah. Van Dyke. Yeah. Um, well, it would have been virtually impossible for them not to find him guilty because um, it was just, number one, it was just too much evidence. And like you said, already the the unrest that currently in in that city anyway. So in, in lack of a better term, they had to throw the people a bone. And, of course, Mm -hmm. they're going to see this as a victory because of the crumbs that, you know, come their way when it comes to, you know, um, 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 white officers killing black people. And and normally, you know, nothing is done, you know. Mm -hmm. So they they have to view it as a victory because for the most part, you know, this is not the turnout that we usually get. This is not the end result, let's just be honest, that everybody expected. It's the end result that everybody wanted, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. as far as, as the black community or African-American community or people of color, whichever one you want to choose to identify yourself with. Um, they, you know, they, they it, it, it's not the one that they expected, but it is the, the outcome that they wanted. So in a sense, yes, it is, you know, a, a, a victory as far as that goes. But then if you look at this nation as a whole and you look at the rest of the incidents like these and not even being um, officers of the law or just, you know, people in, in government, people in positions of authority, you know, whether it be from a school teacher to a security guard, you know, it it, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. The judge is on the bench, 
you know, to the legislatures making the law until those things are changed, until this system of oppression and injustice is changed, there really is no victory. You know, you say, hey, you won the battle, but you haven't won the war. This will always be a war in this country when it comes to people of color, especially in this day and age. Now, you know, people say, oh, well, you're just you're just playing the race card. No, I'm not playing the race card. You know, there's there's no playing the race card when you look and see the facts and the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. You know, so so if 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 you have a system that has been perpetually, you know, pushing, you know, um, uh, white privilege, so to speak, and then denying mm-hmm. other people of those very same rights, you know. Then, then, then that's not playing the race card. That's just saying what this country is known for doing since its creation, since it came over and stole, since they came over and stole the land from the people who were here, hmm. labeling, labeling them savage because they had a different way of life, but it benefited them. Their children were happy. Their families were provided for, whether you liked it or not. That was their lifestyle. That was their choice. But because you figured you had a better way, you know, you impose your beliefs, your ways on these people. But yet and still, they had to teach you how to live. They had to teach you how to survive. You brought sickness and disease and wiped out a third of the people. But see, nobody talks about that. Nobody wants to go back and and review the fact, you know, that when you when you brought the Santa Maria and, and the Mayflower and and all of that over here, and 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 and, and, and the sailors, you know, communed with the natives and killed them because they were diseased people. It wasn't the Native Americans that were here. It was those on the ship. Come on, do your history, do your research, understand that. See, so so when 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 we're talking about justice, injustice, rights, and 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 all of this stuff, yay, congratulations, yay, one person, one person, out of all of this, got some time. But let's see how long he stays. Let's see if 45 um, pardons him and lets him out. Mm. Because it was an error in judgment or for whatever reason. Let's see. Because it ain't over until it's over. Because these things do happen. Yes, they do. They do happen. Mhm. So you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was convicted, but let's see what the end result is. <laughs> ah, okay. So you, yeah, it, great points. Very good, great points. You know, and when I'm telling you, when I heard that, when I read what that guy Jenna Bride Brown's activist said. You know, it feels like a victory for black Chicago. I said, oh, Lord, you don't, you, you just don't realize you got played, dude. You got played big time, and you don't even see it. 
No, because we're so blinded with, oh, we finally got one. We finally got one. No, you were given one. You didn't. You weren't finally got one. But anyway, let me take this caller here. I think Eric Code 217. I think that's from Illinois. I don't know. All right, Eric Code 217. Welcome to the show. You got Mr. Talk here. What you got for me? What's your name? Yes, sir. My name is Chris. I'm from East Central Illinois, down over here in Champaign, Illinois, about two and a half hours south of Chicago, but I'm from Chicago. Okay, Chris. Well, welcome to the show, man. What you got for me? Well, I mean, I I think it's a little bit messed up because um, I've I've had to deal. I've worked as a legal defense counselor. I've worked in the city of Chicago, and I've actually made a huge amount of enemies amongst not the cops so much, but the the, the lawyers and the legislators mm-hmm. in that town. And you know, at the end of the day. It's it's easy to say that the the sheepdogs are the problem, but it's the master that really pulls the strings, you know. Okay. I'm, I just I, just, I, 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 mean, I, I just don't want people to condemn, you know. Can, can you can you elaborate? Can you elaborate a little bit uh, about what 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 you mean? Uh, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think that um I think we talk about the cops and all these um law enforcement agents that are out there in the field and we we like to condemn them because it's easy to because you can point the finger and say hey this guy did this messed up thing but at the end of the day the people who are excusing them and allowing them to continue to do messed up things are the people who haven't stepped out on the street you know in years there's the people wearing the suits and ties it's not it's not these you know b cops (laughs) the b cops are unfortunately and the people that face them are unfortunately in the same situation. It's the people wearing the suits and ties in Chicago. Those are the ones who allow this stuff to happen. If a cop gets arrested for doing something messed up, it's because either he did something messed up or the people in the suits don't like him. But either way, it always comes down to those people and that and you know, if you if you look into the history of uh you know, the Batman series, you know, Batman, Batman and Robin, yeah, all those guys, they literally based mm-hmm. the city of Gotham off of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So you yes, have all these know. criminals running around all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same stuff though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like it, it's the same stuff. And I and I'm tired and, and I'm not saying you guys are doing it, but I'm saying I'm saying that people need to understand that the B cops and all these people if this stuff wasn't, if it wasn't trickling down from the upper echelon of the society of law enforcement, they would not be doing it. It wouldn't be possible. But they're accepted doing the crazy stuff that they do because it's promoted and if not promoted, allowed by the people signing exactly, the checks. Exactly, exactly. And that was exactly my point when I said it's a systematic thing because you are exactly right. It would not continue to go on. If those in authority, as I said, would not allow it, you know, and would not Mm -hmm. push for it and would not cover up, you know, because all we know about are the ones that make the news. There are many more that have, you know, and and they've been covered up, washed over and, and all of that. And 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 then when these atrocities are 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 leaked to the media or are, are leaked, you know, to the public, you know, then everybody's up in arms. But what about the ones? What about the missing kids and the missing people and 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 those folks, you know, that met their untimely demise by those in authority that's being washed under the table, and it's okay to do that. 
You know, we were talking about Biz, Bill Cosby earlier and um, Weinstein and, you know, all, all of these people and then Kavanaugh being, you, you know, uh, uh, confirmed, you know. But we have to look at the environment that these people are in and that these things, that these types of behavior is the norm in those environments. It's what expected until they want to make a scapegoat out of you, until they want to make an example out of you. And I'm sorry, that that's what happened to Bill. Bill should have stuck with the rest of it. Hey, it wasn't me. I ain't do none of that. But you want to sign an agreement, just like, like, like Harvey Weinstein. You know, he has all these women in Britain who signed confidentiality agreements, you know, non-disclosure rather, non-disclosure statements that they wouldn't talk about what happened to them. But now it's it, it all come out. You had a million-dollar settlement for non-disclosure, and you can't ever talk about this. That, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. But until, like you said, until it's dealt with at the top that gives them the permission to do these things and get away with it, nothing is ever going to change. Like I said, yeah, you want a battle, but we don't know if the war is over yet. Well, that's yeah, the whole we, thing about it, though. Uh, you know, coming coming from Chicago, I came from literally the most corrupt place. Like, you can talk about L.A. and you can talk about New York, but, like, at least they have the facade of acting like they're not corrupt. In Illinois, that, that thing in Chicago, it doesn't exist. They know that everyone's corrupt. They know that they're literally picking between, you know, the Joker and the Penguin every time wow. they vote for a new mayor of Chicago. Wow. And, yeah, I mean, that's I mean that's the reality of the situation. And uh, I, I went from Chicago in 2003. I went from Chicago. I went to do some work with some attorneys down in uh, Florida, north central Florida. Mm-hmm. And I was able to... I was able to uh, work with a team of attorneys, and I was able to shut down a corrupt police department. And right. if we took if we took the ability to do that, and we actually objectively looked at how things are working here, things would change immediately if people actually cared. <laughs> but they, you know, everyone's just going about their day to day. You know, they want to pay their bills and you know watch TV. I mean, there's nothing really going to change anywhere in Illinois until people realize that. They are literally feeding off of these people's money to fund their crazy stuff. It's not going right. to change. Right. Yeah, exactly so how, right. How, how, how hard was it to take down a corrupt police force? I mean, uh, you, you said you. <laughs> I bet that was a battle in itself. Oh, yeah. No, I went to jail twice, and I had to leave the state before I ended up uh, as a corpse in the swamp. Let me just say that. I was threatened by police officers. I used to get I used to get pulled over uh, twice a week just so officers can ask me how I was doing. So I left. I'm never going back to Florida again. Really? Wow. Oh no, no, no. Just to be just to be clear, you guys can look it up. It's called Waldo, Florida. They no longer have a police department in that town. They used to write over a hundred thousand tickets, and um. Uh, Michael Zabo was the chief of police, and that man harassed me like a crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Waldo yeah. Florida. Uh, so, not like I've so heard in, of that in, over the years. In in that in that 
process? How many in in as in that process and going through that process? How how difficult was it to 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 get that completed? To get that done? I mean, to get all the well, I had. Well, I myself filed 47 um, charges against the employees of that police department. I had an attorney friend uh, with their law team file another 30. And Mm -hmm. uh, by the time all of it was done, there were over 300 charges. And that would mean that the um, insurance company would catch wind of it, which is why they can no longer be a police department because they cannot be insured. Therefore, they cannot be a police department. So. Okay, yeah. So you're you're talking about the general liability insurance to be a a, a an officer? Oh no no no! To be an organ uh, law enforcement agency. To actually be a law enforcement agency. Oh, okay. Yes, so, ma'am. Oh wow! Oh wow! That that that. It wasn't easy. nice. No, it was it was. There were trials and tribulations, and I had to actually um I had to walk into departments where I know. Where I knew for a fact that everybody hated me, and I had to hand them legal court documents. I'm like, look, read this over if you want to. It has nothing to do with me after this point. And, yeah, it just went downhill from there. Like everything – I got pulled – like I said, I got pulled over three weeks in a row, twice, every single week. Pops just asking me how my day was. (laughs) They weren't pulling me over to check me for a seatbelt or speeding. They just, hi, how are you doing? How's your day going? You know, it's – yeah, wow. it's a whole. It's it's the wild so, wild west of the east. Yeah, so in other words, like subtle intimidation tactics or something, so that they would just and hope you would just go away. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. How long were how long were you in Florida during that time? Um. A total eleven months. I lived in uh, Jacksonville, uh, Florida, for four months, and I lived in Gainesville for. Well, I mean, it was off and on. <laughs> I was moving back and forth between Gainesville and Jacksonville, so. Yeah. Okay. That was well, a, this, this, this city. Uh, what was the name of it? It's called Waldo, Waldo, Florida. You guys can Google that. Waldo. Yeah. Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. Waldo, Florida. I'm amazed I haven't heard of it. Let me look up. Oh, yeah. They they had a they had a notorious speed trap. They were writing over a hundred a hundred thousand tickets a year, and the population of the town is like what seven thousand. Yeah, they were writing all these tickets of people going to and fro, and you know they they were making a bunch of money for the state. And I was like, man, this kind of messed up. And I and I talked to the chief of police five times. And then I got pulled over for nothing. I got pulled over because I looked at a cop as I was passing through a school zone. He was staying on the side of the street, and I, I just looked at him. And they pulled me over, and they took me to jail. Uh, I don't, I can't even actually recall why. Uh, wow. I asked him. I asked him if I could use my cell phone to record the conversation. It was an iPhone 4 at the time, and he told me that could be a gun. And then, ironically, because I have. Um, a little bit of knowledge about the firearm industry. I was like, look, what you're talking about it would look more like a Samsung brick. This is an iPhone 4. For your assertion that this would be a possible means to harm you means either you don't know what you're talking about or you're just paranoid. Either way, you should not be wearing a badge and a gun. Right. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's why I went to jail. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, you, I'm, I'm, looking on, I'm looking at Yeah, I believe it or not, man. You was Waldo, Florida, where you were in Lucia County. That's not a good spot for anybody in the state of Florida. 
Should go down and collect that check that that insurance company was offering me. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, give it a try. Give it a try. Yeah. All right, thanks, thanks, Chris. I got some more callers I need to bring in, but thank you for calling in, man. Right. I'll leave you in the queue. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Next we have uh, Ed Triple One. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? If you don't know me Hello. by now, my friend. <laughs> Can you hear me good? Can you hear me good? Yes. Pretty good, my friend. Yes, this is Mike from Singapore. So how's everything with you guys? Everything is good. fine, Mike. Uh, everything is Mike. Yeah. you fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, re- regarding Kavanov, I mean, basically they put, basically they put a redneck into the uh, Supreme Court. And it's not going to work out for everybody. He's a redneck, and guess what? If ever uh, Trump to be impeached, he's going to uh, basically say, no, we, we don't need to impeach uh, Bush, uh, I mean Trump. Therefore, he is called the mole in the Supreme Court of United States. What do you think? Go ahead. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Hello, my friends. What happened? We cannot hear you. Hello. Hello. All right, seems like we done lost Mike, so let me bring Joe in. Joe, what's going on, man? Hey, you hey. We're just having our private conversation, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I haven't seen each other or talked to each other for a while. Eh. How so are you doing, you co-host? Me, my man? I forgot the, uh, the co-host, co-host name. Oh, oh, P. Ross, she stepped out for a moment. Oh, all right. She stepped out, yeah. Yeah, and I, I heard. You know, oh, she so you, just beat yeah. you. Huh? I said, yeah, she'll speak to you and get that. Oh, okay. What you got for me today? Oh, so, like, guy, Mike, uh, before we went to the green room, he said that Kavanaugh was a redneck. Now, all of a sudden, the mm-hmm. guy's a redneck. He's a child. Pretty soon, he'll be a child molester. He'll be a somebody. He'll be an alien from Mars. Um, 
What else is going? What else oh. they gonna throw at him? Uh, I forget. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, well, look, the guy's a conservative, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, yeah, you know, like I like I said earlier in the show, you know, he's there now. The only way yep. he wasn't gonna get confirmed if he would admit it to doing it. That's the only way it was gonna happen. Just about. Um, right. He's there now, so. We can't. The only thing we can do now is wait and see how he rule on on cases. That's all you can do. You I know. know he's there. And this fear about uh, overturning overturning Roe versus Wade—that was nothing more than democratic rhetoric to try to scare up their particular base, so that they can have uh, you know a voter turnout. Plus, they also paid um, some of these protesters to show up in the Capitol and show up in some other rallies um, to try to get the. Um, uh, to inflame their base. For example, the women, you know, like the women who confronted Orrin Hatch. So they go up, they go up to him in his private elevator, and they say to him, uh, "Why aren't you? Uh, you don't believe women, you know?" So he's going to the end of the elevator, and he says, "Grow up." That's what he said. <laughs> and then the women go, "You talk that way to a woman?" Oh. Oh. Please, will you give me a break? I'll, I'll tell you what, women, grow up, grow the f up. Jesus, Jesus. Well, you, you know, you know, Joe and, and, yeah. and me and Pete, we, we we've talked about this quite often. You uh-huh. know, uh, yeah, this, this this movement. Now, before I say this, and Joe has called Joe has called me a white knight quite often, many times oh, on my show, and, and he knows, and he knows, you know, I. I Hey, if I got to oh, you come with the defense of women over. faster than a speeding bullet. That's right. Oh, but I, I'm going to say it like I said before. You know, some of them, in, in this instance, they're just wrong. They really are. They're, they're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it, 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 it's, it's, it's a movement, and everybody's trying to get their 15 minutes of fame. And, yep. and like you said, it, it's a, with the elections coming up here next month, you know, it, it, it's, it's trying to get the base. Inflamed, as you said, and it's not just on the Democrat; it's on the Republican, oh, Republican side as well. Yeah, yeah, it's on the Republican side as well, and and you know, it's just the game that's being played once again. That, that's I know. Basically, that's what it is. It's the game that's being played, and everybody, you know, those with just walking around with their eyes open but really has their eyes closed, they get they're getting caught up in it, like like we always say, they just being the sheeple that they are. That's all. Just a brainwash people. They have a confirmation bias, and no matter what the facts say, they're going to stay with that confirmation bias. Now, I took a look mm-hmm. at, the, um, at the hearings. And mm-hmm. in order to avoid even further backlash, the Republicans took pains to when they interviewed that uh, Professor Ford, Dr. Ford, whatever she wants to be. They did, mm-hmm. it, they did it by bringing in a female who asked very delicate questions in a very delicate way. With the Republicans, the old white male patriarchy, with the Republicans shutting up. But when it but, but came, see, Joe, but see, Joe, Joe, hmm. honestly, that was that that look. They brought her in to ask the questions that they couldn't ask. Okay, now this is what happened. She was supposed to ask some tougher questions, tougher than what she did, and they got, they became upset about that. That's you know, what I'm, that's the point I'm felt, getting to. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay, go ahead. My bad. Okay, I'll get. Hey, you know. Hey, P is back. P Ross is back too. So. Hey, P. You know. The thing is. Is that yeah? She could have asked tougher questions, and she should have asked tougher questions because if you take a look mm-hmm. at the comparison between the question that she asked and the questions that the Democrats asked of Kavanaugh, they were the most insulting questions, the, the most insulting insinuations, and they're saying the um, Ford has to be believed, but they never, no, no, they not one of them that I remember ever said that the accused has a presumption of innocence. As a matter of fact, some people said, well, this isn't a court of law, so he doesn't have the presumption of innocence. Well, no, everybody has a presumption of innocence. Not only is it in the legal court of law here in the United States, but it's common sense. We don't live by the French system of justice, where when you get accused, the accused has to prove himself uh, innocent. We don't live that way. So, <laughs> and it was, this, it, was just a, it was just a farce from beginning to end. Yeah, in the, in the in this political system right here, mm-hmm. in this political system, yes you do. In the political world, yeah, you're guilty until you can prove yourself innocent. Let's be honest, that's the way it works, Joe. Well, yeah, now. That's the way it works. Yeah. Sure. Now. <laughs> but especially especially with sexual allegations. Now, remember what you were just oh, saying yeah. a few well, a few minutes ago, that a lot of the women in the Me Too movement, they were just there because they wanted attention. That's very true. But here's, a, here's my thing. There are some women who actually believe that they were in, in some way sexually assaulted. Now, I don't go along with that. Now, here's why. Yes, you go into now, now, I'm not saying that Harvey Weinstein was a, was a choir boy because he, he was probably a pure scum. But the thing is, mm-hmm. if you go to somebody who is named Harvey Weinstein, you know what he's going to do beforehand. Probably. Now, even if you don't, you're there inside. Let's say his, the guy, let's say, drops right. his drawers, right? Now you see him naked. Okay. You're going to tell me that you can't walk out? Yes, you can be offended. But were you offended so much in that in those ten seconds of watching this guy trying to proposition you that you are that you are so traumatized for the remainder of your life? I say bull. And that's all I have to say about that. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> was that P. Ross? That's you? it. That was me. That's oh. it. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> that is it right there. Me and, me and Ross have said that quite often on the show. That is it. Oh, right you have? Because I haven't heard that because I haven't been here in a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we say it all the time. You know, the majority of them back then, they knew they knew what was happening because I'm sure their agents told them, look, when you go and see this guy, you may have to do so-and-so, so if you don't feel like it, don't go. They knew what, what the, the deal was. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So... And even if they didn't, uh, even if they didn't, they still unless unless yeah, lead. unless Weinstein grabbed them, tackled them, tried to tear their clothes off, stuff like that. Like I said, he's probably pure scum as well. But if he didn't do well, that, right, and he did expose himself, or he tried to proposition them, come on, you walk out. You're a big girl. Guys do this yeah. who aren't even in the business. They do it all the time. You're going to tell me you couldn't you, half expect it? Oh, come on. You, you, you know the interesting thing about this whole Me Too movement and stuff? I see it, Chris. I'm going to bring you back in in a minute. 
And I, I'm going to tell you the whole interesting thing about this. You got mm-hmm. all these so-called actresses and actors running mm-hmm. around here talking about what has happened to them. But the group that was actually uh, uh, exploited and, you know, made to do things that, you know, they really didn't, you know, want to do was the black actresses and actors, but you don't hear any of them. You don't hear anything from them. Well, don't that's you true. Find that quite interesting? Yeah. You know, you bring up a good point. The only person I've heard about was Amarosa and Bill Cosby. And Amarosa wasn't even yeah. claiming sexual uh, harassment. She was just claiming she was mistreated. Un- she was treated right. unfairly by. But that <laughs> she's always saying that about well, Trump. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But go and work for him anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, right when she was on Celebrity uh, on The Apprentice, she was always uh, talking about how everybody was treating her unfairly, but then went to work for him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if he offered a good salary, why not? And But then to write a tell-all book that had no corroboration, by the way, just like Ballsy Ford had no corroboration for her allegations. And this idea, just a woman can just stand up and say, you did this to me, and the men, the men folded. Oh, man. God, throw some balls, man. Jesus. <laughs> well, of course they go falls, though. I mean, what, what else do you think they go to right now? They looking at they're looking you know they, what they're looking at is okay look let's let's just go on to them what they doing they getting ahead of it anybody I'm, I may have upset or what I apologize and they do like Morgan Freeman uh, mm-hmm. and a couple of the others they just Kevin Spacey you know they just quiet down and slowly fade into the background and let something else take over for a while you know, then they be back and won't nobody pay no attention to it you know you have oh I'm glad you brought up Morgan Freeman. I'm glad you brought up Morgan Freeman and Kevin Spacey. There's a world of difference between them. Morgan Freeman was hitting on a girl on a, on a, on a bar at the bar, and he was he was mm-hmm. making a sort of a semi proposition. This is which is what men do anyway. Kevin Spacey, he raped uh, boys or almost raped them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, he was allowed to go to what rehab, so-called rehab. Well, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the outcome of that. Um, yeah, what happened? yeah. So they they let him go to rehab. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but let me bring Chris back in because I think he wanted to get into some of the conversation. Let me make sure. All right, Chris, okay. are you still there? Uh, yes, sir. Chris, are you? Okay, all right. Did you want to add anything to the conversation we was having, or add any more? Well, no, I think it's well the whole Kavanaugh thing was uh. That was basically one side of the childish thing, you know, with, with Americans. Uh, we have that very childish, like, we deserve something without working for it, telling the other half, you can accuse somebody of something, and that will ruin them, and that's, like, ridiculous. But, no, um, I, I have a theory, and I wanted to introduce this to you, fellas. I think okay. the way that they're... Uh, I think the way that they're actually able to get away from uh, get away with this is that they claim that they're victims. So, you know, if victims do terrible things to oppressors, you don't view it the same way as oppressors doing something to the victim, right? So all they have to do is say we're victims, and then they can pretty much do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, that in conjunction with the people. So they can hit people in the head with bike locks. 
They can break store windows, destroy ATMs, set shit on fire. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to curse. But <laughs> they can do all that stuff. And because they claim that they're weak, they are the lesser. They are, they are taking on the position of the lesser. They can do anything they want. And there's no actual repercussions if they do anything because everything that they're claiming, everything that they're doing, once that claim is out there, is a reaction mm-hmm. and not an assertion. So Yeah, it's a rationalization. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because that victimization okay. status is, is 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 very powerful, because if once you, and it's only women, only women, men can't get away with it, but women can say, on Monday I am Zena, I am man's equal, and on Tuesday, you hurt me, you can't do that, to woman. Oh, oh wow. my, my only my only rebuttal to that is she could say at twelve thirty she's Zena, and at twelve thirty five she's she's now magically. You know, a victim of everything. Right. Yeah, well, that's not a rebuttal. Yeah, that's that's an affirmation. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, know what? I, I'm not gonna let y'all get away with that. P, where you at? Where you at, P? I heard oh, you, P. Get him, P. I heard you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because um, the difference between men and women, if a man is right, except for uh, Western man, Terry Crews, duh. Except him, they're not going to come forward. with that. That's an issue. Of, I mean, that's, that's, that's embarrassing. You know, they're not even going to, most times, they're not going to even tell their wives or girlfriends that that, that has happened to them. What, talk about rape? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. If, if, oh, they, if they've been raped, or if they've been harassed by a, 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 another male or whatever, most mm-hmm. men are not going to bring that out. They're not going to bring that out but because women carry their emotions so deeply, and it is so traumatizing to some women. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say all. To some women that they can't talk about it. And the backlash that they receive. You know, well, what were you wearing? Uh, Why did you go in there dressed like that? Um, there's a documentary out there on YouTube about the accusers of Harvey Weinstein and the, and the non-disclosure letters that they had to 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 sign upon leaving his office. I mean, he was going through employees. His, his employee personal assistant turnover was horrible because of his behavior towards those women. Now, I heard one of you guys say, well, they know some of them did know because some of them were one missing. You wear this kind of clothes, you wear a coat. It was specific instructions given to them before they even went up to his room or to his office because he would specifically call for them to come pick up his luggage or come do this or come do that. And when they would come, he's standing there in his underwear. Or if not that, or Mm -hmm. if not that, he's butt naked. And for the most part, once they were in, you know, he physically attacked them. Okay. You know, right. Some of them didn't have, some of them um, did not have the opportunity to run, say mm. no, or any of that. And with the first two but, but ladies this- who actually went to their employers, they went to, to uh, it was Miramax then mm-hmm. in, in London. It was, the company's name was Miramax before it became the Weinstein Company. It was Miramax. And they did complain. And what they told them was that they didn't have any legal grounds. This is the company's lawyer, Miramax right. lawyer, calling these ladies. 
They didn't have mm-hmm. any legal grounds. No one was there. It was his word against theirs. And um, they could settle out of court, but they could not talk to anybody about it. So they paid these ladies off, and both, both of those women quit. One lady had been there 10, 12 years, but they both quit. Now those were those were the first two those were the first two women who had allegations. There were many more after that. Now as for um whether, you know, they went back and all of that, well hell, some of them said, Well, I needed my job or whatever. I say, now this is me personally, because every person has to make their own decisions and, and, and weigh the consequences and the balance. I'm not going back. If I'm going back, somebody's going to be bleeding if you approach me again. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's just that. You're not going to keep getting away with harassing me, talking to me crazy, and and think that it's okay. And management has nothing to say about it. And then tell me I got to sign this paper, you know, and I can't talk about it. That's BS. I'm not doing that. Well, well that, that, that's that was something I was going to say though is that um, they that what they were signing was a gag order, which which is probably a contract that says anything that happened in this uh, between this time and this time you can't speak about publicly or reveal to the press, and and you know that's messed up, that's seriously messed yeah. up, and obviously Harvey Weinstein is a disgusting human being. Well, hold on a second, okay, uh, P and Chris. I'm going to agree with you that um, once the women are there, if he's physically attacking them, that's the scummy part. Now, with the NDAs, now, if he's made them sign as a, um, as a part of their contract before employment, that's a different thing because that happens to a lot of industries. But when you are so a supposed victim and you've signed an NDA and you're getting paid a few hundred thousand dollars to do that, keep your mouth shut because if you're not going to well, keep your mouth shut, don't take the money. Right. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying, though, is they're contractually bound. They signed the piece of paper. They are contractually bound. And I'm saying that's just scummy that that was offered to them for this dude to do some weird shit. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm really trying not to curse. Go on. I'm sorry. Uh, What were you about to say, Yeah, yeah, these, these two particular ladies actually quit. They paid them off after their resignation and made them sign those papers after they were told that they had to talk to the company's lawyers and the lawyers they didn't have any recourse. That's when they took the money. I think her name was Laura Madden and the other employee, uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, But I think that if if they're going to take the money upon being fired, now if they're going to be fired, that means they were willing to leave without money. So now if they're signing they did, the NDA. They did leave. They did leave without money. They did leave oh, without okay. money. Oh, okay. And then, and, and then this was offered yeah. to them afterwards? Yes. They Yes. The company called them in and offered the money afterwards after they were told that they didn't have any legal recourse to mm-hmm. take him to court. Now, mind you, this was in London. This was not in the United States. This was in Britain. Okay. okay, and this is what they were being told. So that was the only reason they took the money. And upon taking that money, they had to sign a bag order. They could not say anything about it. Now, that's been 20 years, and here it is. It's still going on. 
So this is this is when they finally came out and said, okay, this is what happened to me also. Those women are not lying. But about this time, all of his employees were required to sign the non-disclosure statement up on being hired. Okay, those are two different situations then. I don't yeah. sympathize. I don't sympathize with the women who take the money, because if they're being yeah. fired and if they're going and they're willing to leave without money, all of a sudden they find um, this opportunity in their lap. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know. Okay, Weinstein was and it was a scum, but these women are taking money, so abide by the contract that you signed. Yeah. That's what you I know. Well, I mean, no, that that really, I mean, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. That really goes down to personal responsibilities. Like, uh, if you have a contract push in front of you that says you are going to experience something that you cannot talk about under any circumstances ever, and you sign that, I mean, you're kind of, that. I mean, that's just naivety. I've refused them. Okay, you have choices. You know, I have. There's jobs that I've lost because I've refused, not because of the NDA but because of other matters where I opened up my mouth. You have choices. The choices and the ramifications can be severe. But, you know, like P said, you can't go back to an environment which you're going to be feeling not only uncomfortable, but feeling a lot of stress. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and his, and his only thing that, that he says, which... I, I think it, it, it's, it's kind of asinine on, on, on his part is is that I'm trying to do better. He said, you know, my conduct, you know, I apologize for my past conduct and trying to do better. So is that a Weinstein you're talking about? Is that a Weinstein P? Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, that's what he said? Well, he yes. asked. That's what his lawyers told him to say so that he can get some kind probably. of... Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. got sympathy thing on. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Look, he's a fat, ugly man. If he weren't the head of a company, if he weren't in the, in the status position he was in, he wouldn't get laid in a whorehouse. Now, everybody knows that. Somebody 
who is being held up. This is a job interview, they say. He's going to be held up, a man, mm-hmm. to, um, to ascend to the highest court in the land. And you have this kind of allegation. I believe that the presumption, when you're presumed innocent, it doesn't mean that people have to believe you're actually innocent. People, it means people cannot assume that you're guilty, and therefore the burden of proof is on the accuser, not the accused. She had no corroborating evidence whatsoever. None. Well, okay. Okay, let, let, let me let me jump in right here real quick, Joe. See, the, there you're looking at, at at Ford. Ford would have, this would have never come out, okay, if it wasn't for them playing a political game. They knew about this months and months ago because she told them. Right. She never wanted to come forward. They forced her to. She never wanted to testify, never wanted to bring it out in the public or any of that. And they knew this months and months ago before he was even, they knew that that he his name was going up to, for this position. Mm-hmm. And before it was even nominated, they knew they had this information. You make a valid point. But when they oh, did, sorry. I'm talking about I'm, t- I'm talking about her lawyer, not not her lawyers, but those people who were bringing these allegations against yeah, Feinstein and uh, yeah. the other one. Yeah. Yeah, these things were made. <laughs> these things were made known to them. And they yeah, well, there's something to interject there. They they wait until he's getting ready to be confirmed, and then they flash it out there. That was not her intent. That was those people but, in power playing playing political games with this information. Okay. That lady never wanted to be there. Chris, you had something to say, right? I'll wait till your yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. have something to say. No, okay. Well, the the ones who took the information in and then released it against the uh, uh, Ford's will was uh, Feinstein. <clears throat> She did that. Yeah. You know she did that. That was all yeah. her. You know what? Um, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> all right. Now, I was going to say that uh, it's just a little bit strange that all this stuff happened in the in the time frame that it did. And, you know, it's not – at this point, whether or not it's true or false, at this point, it had nothing to do with the victim or the perpetrator. It was all about – uh, prolonging the process so that he would not become a Supreme Court justice, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's what we're really left with was what the intention of the information being released was, not necessarily the information. Yeah. Well, I want to answer that. Pete, you make a valid point about they did know about it, and you're saying that she did not want uh, to come out. I'm saying that's very possible, but I'm also saying if you're a Democratic operative, because did you know that her cousin or Somebody related to her husband is on the Mueller team. No, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, but but that you know she really she was more or less forced to come out, come and well, sit there. She really you know, like because of fine scene. I I think that yeah. was I think that was yeah. a ploy. That was a ploy. I think. She sent the letter anonymously to Weinstein to her right. congressional met, uh, mm-hmm. congresswoman, right. but. Mm-hmm. Feinstein, you know, you know where uh, Ford got her lawyers from? From Feinstein. Feinstein recommended these activist lawyers to her. 
She contacted I'm not going to I'm not going to throw fuel on the flame here by saying that Feinstein's brother or brother-in-law is actually on the board uh, over there at uh, the University of Palo Alto where um, Ford works, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't blow any fuel on the fire. Chris. Yeah, don't blow any uh, fuel on the fire. Yeah. yeah. But see what this is all this is all historic this is all political theater. I think she's probably a democratic operative and P again, you have a valid point. If she's legitimate, she doesn't she doesn't want her name coming out there. But wouldn't this be a great way to make it look like she didn't want her name to come out there by doing this in advance and then having the leak? But I mean, but Joe, honestly, what would what would she achieve by doing that? The, exactly. The, the, like Chris said, uh, uh, the, the, the money, delay. by the way. Well, no, 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 look, time out. We, no, we hold on. There, there's a, there's an anyway. aspect here. No, there's an Brian. aspect here that's important. There is a sign. There was a sign of her holding up one of those uh, blue background, yellow equal signs, which is like all for gay marriage and all this stuff. She was she was very liberal, very anti-Trump. She was at a protest. There was a picture taken. All right, <laughs> so that that's a thing. And then there's all this other sketchy stuff. And then there's uncorroborated, uh, corroborated um, statements that she made. And then like there's just there's a hundred different things that you can come at from any different direction you want. What at the about, end of the day. What about I'm just her? I'm just saying the Kavanaugh thing had nothing to do with Kavanaugh. It was all about Trump. Well, yeah, it was Trump was it was hatred against Trump, and it was they didn't want a conservative on the court. But how about when um, when she said, "I'm afraid to fly," and where did she go? All around the world, flying. <laughs> and she lived in that house with one door. Yeah. Eh, all that crap. It was just political there. theater at its disgustingly worse. And you know what, Joe? That's mm. what it is right there. Political theater. That's yeah. what I said about Right. And that's what I and that's what I said. It was a political ploy. They used this woman, you know, and, 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 and I'm sorry, but you know, to a certain extent no, I'm not sorry really. To a certain extent she allowed it. She allowed it because you didn't have to show up. You know? That's oh, true. That's, yeah. What, what, that is what's true. that? What's that participate? What's that participation trophy they give out at the Sundance Film Festival? Let's give her one of those. Oh, <laughs> uh, she participated very well. How about this? When she, her, her real big mistake was in her testimony when she said, "I didn't know that you were willing to come out to visit me." <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, that was interesting in itself too. You know, but then again, maybe they didn't tell her that. If she is, I mean, it's so many ifs and whats and man. Right. But let's let's bring somebody let's bring somebody in who's gonna put some real sense to this whole thing. Oh God! Let's welcome Mays to the show. Oh, I knew it! I knew it! I <laughs> welcome to the show, Mays. How you doing? Tom? I made bet. Hello. I made I'm going to give my Hello. opinion of what I think because that's uh-huh. all we're hearing is opinion. Now the lady uh-huh. said before he was. Confirmed to be a put on when he was on the list, and when she saw his name, see we forget we so stuck into this liberal and this conservative stuff, but we forget all of them saying something happened to her, but she don't know who did it, and we still haven't heard uh, anything about was she telling the truth or was she but well, something happened to her and uh, but she don't know who the person was, and then how are the Congress people gonna go get those people that could have been witnesses and uh, have them sign statements? They signed statements before anybody ever knew who they were, except the person that was there with it. They yeah, talked they, about them too, but then they only the, the Congress person said that 
the, the congressperson said that they had signed state, statements from those people. So they had paid off those people to sit there and tell them no, that they still haven't been seen or heard of yet. No, that's not No, that's not completely oh, true. Oh, yes, it is. Why Wait, didn't no, the congressman no. say it? He said it. You weren't listening no, no, to no, you they, were busy they posted on the woman. They and I finished. I don't hear you okay. talk. Let me give I'm my opinion. I'm sorry. Sorry, man. So why do they keep saying something happened to her, could have happened to her? So if it could have happened to her, why couldn't she have known the person that did it? If she was a party where she wasn't supposed to be, and then he partied, and then he had friends that he partied, but he didn't drink. He was this big Christian. All of a sudden, and all of a sudden, he drank beer. Drank one beer. We know what he was, and we I told him all they had to do was go back and look at all of the records that have been in Spawn since his mama was a judge. Well, we know, we, <laughs> and they would have found the real truth. Hello? So, since they want to, and she probably wasn't the only woman he did that to, and him, his little paternity boy. Uh, exactly. Oh, okay. So, so, we don't want to talk about those people, and we don't hear from those people. They out there. Well, how come? That's right. So, how come we're not But if your record was as fun, and you was a spar brat, oh, and his records were as fun as all the things that he did when he was 17, nobody would never know because his mother was a judge. And what do you think if your mama was a judge? What would she do? When you got a bad behind child that doing stuff he had no business, and you responded to keep him from going to jail, nobody never know except the person that it was done to. Mm. But it's not the latest fault because of what we saw, and but and he shouldn't have been a ju- he shouldn't have been a justice as I said. He was drinking at seventeen and shouldn't have been. Would you lie about that? He didn't and lie about his, that. He did. He, he said he didn't drink. He was a Christian. He was a virgin, and he was all these things. He said he was somebody. a virgin. He didn't say he didn't. <laughs> and he drink. said he didn't drink. Yes, he did. And then he came out and said he drank a beer, one beer. He was yeah, drunk all the time, probably looking at his parents. Yeah, yeah. when, when, when he, did say, he did say he liked beer. He drank beer, but who doesn't? When he was sitting up there with them fake tears, he did say that. Yeah, all them fake tears. And I'm going to say, gonna say yeah, he didn't the latest testimony. He was yeah, up there crying. And Joe done fell for it because they just like him. Oh, yeah, I fell for it. Well, only yeah, because, yeah, because, because Joe, you, you have. When he was talking about his daughter, saying, let's pray That's for Dr. Ford. Right. When really? he was talking about how why? And what yeah. reason should he be on the court, Joe? You, I want you to explain. Uh, why your, should your, he be on the court? Your opinion. Why should he be on the court? I don't see nothing he didn't that he should be. He's just like Clown Thomas. Well, he, sh- he should be on the court, mainly because what do you of his. Th- why? I was Mace. Okay. Mace, they're the master, man. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> he should be on the court. If he was confirmed, which he was, because of his legal decisions over the past mm, decade. And because Tell me of his... who they are. Huh? If he was for torture and all these different things, so why should he be on the court? Well, you can also ask why shouldn't he. The reason why he should be is because of his legal decisions over the past decade, past decade, where he's trying to uphold the Constitution. That's why. What legal decisions have he made? Well, well I haven't investigated all the decisions. I, I he's made over 300 <laughs> decisions. I haven't. I have, sorry, Mason. You can name some on that you like the reason why he should be on the court. Well, then. Go, go ahead, Chris. Go, give it, well, go ahead, Chris. Give, give us some, some answers. The stolen emails and all these see, different see, things that he did. See, no, he see, the, whole thing, the whole thing. The whole thing about it is uh, the Democrats came at this all wrong. They were trying we, to we falsify leave a bunch of stuff. We, we're going to leave Democrats and Republicans out of this. Just be people. No, no, no. American I'm saying, people. well, they did. No, you put in the party, okay, and I don't do parties. Yeah, but there now, was what do we... a side of the aisle. Okay, that's... Now, what do you uh, think? There was a side of the aisle. 
What do you think he should be adjusted for? What reason do you think he should be on the court? No, no, no. I was about to give the opposite. I, I can say for a fact that I don't like the way that he treats the Fourth Amendment. He, Yeah, I, I'm saying there were legitimate reasons to actually go out and say that he shouldn't be in power. There were mm-hmm. legitimate reasons, but they didn't do that. Well, did, he lie to the, did he lie to Congress? He elaborated a little did bit. Did he tell sir. a lie? Or did he tell the truth all the whole time that he's been talking? Before this lady Nobody came about. that has anything to do with politics ever has ever told the truth all the time. That's not a thing. Well, then but he I'm just be saying, a judge. <laughs> no one should be a judge. No one should be a politician if that is your standard. <laughs> no, I'm going to say it like this. If they took every last one of them off and made them all conservatives on that court, it still wouldn't be a difference to us. I'm telling you the same thing I just said. It, they all lie. That's not a thing. Yeah, everybody sure lies do. all the time. That's what they do. <laughs> And I and I have my opinion on something else. Well, not he's not supposed to lie, but he do. So that supposed to be what? They, he did lie. No, every last one of the Supreme Court justices, every senator, every president, every vice president, every state representative, every attorney, every citizen has lied. That's what people do. I'm saying <laughs> that I'm, if they wanted to challenge him on a legitimate reason for him not to be a Supreme Court justice, it should have been his take on the Fourth Amendment. But they took so it in a whole he, totally Go ahead. You know what? when he said corporations, you said he said corporations of people, he supported that. So you think he should be a judge? I'm telling you that they Hello. could have challenged him on the Fourth Amendment position alone, and that would have been a good reason for him not to be a Supreme Court justice. He likes the, the, he... the surveillance state. I don't like that. Yes. I think that's mm-hmm. that's crazy. That's what you don't like. I'm saying that was your reason, but Joe didn't give well, a reason. Well, you just asked him what his reason like... was. He gave I it. know, right? I said that was his. I said you never gave one. Joe didn't give one. He gave his. No, no, no. Why, why should Joe he never be gave one? one. Mm-hmm. Why should he be okay. one? All right. Yeah. All right. Hold on for a minute, Chris. Hold on for a minute, Chris. All right. Joe, if you yeah. can, answer May's question. Why should Kavanaugh be? Should or I should answered not before. Be? I said because if he went up for confirmation, if he was confirmed, then he should be on the Supreme Court as a result of the investigations that they did. As And for any other judge... That should uh, that is that is up there. I didn't like Kagan. I didn't like um, Sotomayor, but they were confirmed. I'm saying, okay, they're there. Let's see what happens because not all conservatives vote in a conservative manner, and not all liberals right. vote in the liberal manner. Well, liberal, right? And it's not supposed to be that way. Period. That's the, true. Uh, they that is to be absolutely true. So you were talking not. about a biased situation, Joe. I just agree so with May. Justice for the people. Mace, I disagreed with you. How come you can't take a victory you so. and run with it? But she, Mary, she did you, agree with you. She did. What did he agree with me on? The fact that you said there shouldn't be conservatives or liberals up there on the Supreme Court to begin with. You're absolutely right. right. There should be people who should use legal and common sense only. I don't like the fact they should that... Use not. Mace, if you want you me to... You like the fact that what? One of these days, maybe I'm going to meet you. You know what I mean? Well, Joe, you were talking about the Patriot Act. Let's let's go to it. What about the Patriot Act? Oh, now now we're going to go to the Patriot Act. Now we're going to go back to Bush to the Bush era. He supported it. I'm saying you haven't given me a reason why he should be. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, minute. because if you go to the Patriot Act, then you got to go all the way back to the Clinton administration. You see what I'm saying? Because the patient, Joe was against it. Yeah, you had to go up to the Clinton administration and then come yeah. forward from there. But then you go yeah, a little bit further saying, back. But but only thing the Patriot Act was was a was a law passed during 
uh, 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 what to say, a fury of emotional, we got to protect our country, yeah. uh, hoopla that was passed in, what, three days, basically, in three days, you know, mm-hmm. went through Congress with, with basically no no nothing, and all they did was give give Mr. Smith more more um uh, more authority powers. to spy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but, to spy, but, 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 and but, but, he got no red smoke. Mr. what I'm saying is that Joe was against. Was against Joe what? Was against so he don't for the Patriot Act. The, Patriot the guy Act? was for it, and Joe I, was yes, and Joe was against no. it. So I'm asking, what has he done sense, that he thinks he's against? Anybody with common sense should be against the Patriot Act. If you really Read and understand what they're saying about anybody should be about it. Should be against it. But Mr. Talk, you're not listening. No, I'm listening. But go ahead. Yeah, he said he was for the. I didn't say me. Your new justice was for it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. He's against the Fourth Amendment. So he shouldn't. Yes. So he shouldn't be on the court, regardless of the woman never came out or not. Well, I know. That's nobody, what I'm saying. Well, that's but y'all that was, Wait a minute. Hold on, Mays. Hold on, Mays. That is what Chris said. Nobody pressed him on that issue at all, the Fourth Amendment. Nobody pressed him on that. So, how, I mean, if nobody pressed him on it, and don't think they want to go. And, and once because, again, that's yeah. a great point. That's it a great is. point right there. Another distraction to keep them from pressing on that issue. Let's talk about this one. We, we know it'd be easy to get through because. No, but she really ain't got no proof. Well, so, I think it's, I think the Democrats probably up. The lady got proof, but they just wanted to then let the proof come what out. Proof. That's all that was, um, and we still don't know if 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 it was him. Well, she knew him by name and his friend. So the guy that she said was his friend, his name was true. Well, who wasn't name? it? That was in the room with him. So his friend. What about that he was doing in the room all with right. her? His name was true. Okay, her wasn't name it? Was true. Or right, it was it some name she didn't know nothing about? Oh, hold on, hold on for a minute. All right, we got four minutes left in live air time. We will be going over time a little bit. So if you aren't on the phone lines, you need to get here, 347-838-8622. If not, the show will be archived. I'll place it on the website between today and tomorrow. You can always catch it in the archives, okay? And thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. All right, go ahead, Maze. It's like I said, the people that she named that was in the room with her, names were true. So they say something happened to her, but it wasn't the right person. Then they say two people came and said it was them. But they never showed those two people that they said it was that claimed that they was in the room with her. They came up with some people, some names, and we don't ever heard out of those. Until we hear the people, the ones that lied, they told lies and didn't tell the truth. Well, then that's just showing how. And they shut down the investigation. But that's how I wanted to talk about. I mean, I, I had something to get off my mind, too, oh, along with that. But we see, we see Trump. We're looking at Trump and all of these. Rallies that he's having. I was like, when yeah. he went to, where did he go, to Mississippi in Tennessee. Now, those people came two or three hours to the rally, can't even vote for the person that he sent up there trying to push to get the job, and they don't even live in the state. And then they come like, he got a big rally. Okay. He got a big rally of people from all the different places that came four or five hours to come to sit there. And okay. your point is, Joe, right Joe, you heard of the right side? The That's right. how I know all these people. You're the right side. It's the called the right, right side. side. No, yeah. I haven't. So they was, mm-hmm. so they was, they were doing the rally and they were talking to people at the rally and they were saying they got up and they've been driving for five hours to get there. And I'm like, so, but they can't vote for the people. So if you look at the place or whoever he's, the person is running for senate or whoever, 
Those people in them stadium not, can't vote for those people because they don't even live in the state. And then they're going to say he got a big rally. I'm like, really? I could gather people from state okay. to state and have them all come on buses and do stuff and, and make it look like I got okay. a big crowd too, I mean, but you, it ain't nothing being done. For me, really, I mean, what? What, what what is the importance of that anyway? Why is that so important? That he to threaten the person that to, to threaten the person for a vote. I'm saying like, people got to be crazy. They said that thing that that's why this man got confirmed because of a vote. Then somebody went in to vote it. I don't think so. Because the people at the rally weren't even paying to vote for the people. You're talking about Kavanaugh. You're what? talking about the uh, you're talking about yeah. the candidates yeah. that he's campaigning. The one that for. had to vote for the, the Congress people that had to vote for Kavanaugh. Trying to threaten marching them all of them that it was a threat because he went there with a crowd that don't even belong to the city of that state. It's a, I mean, it's just like a Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. without a script. They're looking at the whole thing. Like, oh, he got a big rally. Like, really? How many pictures have we seen that were fake out of this administration? Okay. Well, one with the last one we saw with Amarosa. Man, huh. with that right there, why are you even giving any, any credence? With that last statement you just made, why are you even giving any, any credence anyway? Because I'm saying that he, they say he won his this, he won this because of the threat he caught threatening people, and all of the Congress people that went and voted for him, they gon' they they ask for they gonna get something out of it, as they always get for a vote. Just like the people that the witnesses that could came out and told the truth, they get something out of it too. Well, well. Okay, but you have to acknowledge on the other end of that that the, there are people in Congress like a uh, quote-unquote Republican from Alaska that voted against him because she thought that was going to help her on her political career. No, her political career, her state, it, not her career had nothing to do with he take something out of her state to make her no, look bad. No, she's not going to have a job next year. She's not going to be voted in again. I hope. A whole lot of them need to go home. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm just saying, like, there there I'm are political motivations, but at the end of the day, some you are, have to choose wisely. <laughs> yes. Some of them going yes. to flee, and some of them don't even concentrate. They're just there, getting rich. Mm. They're all getting rich. And, and, they, and, and, they, yeah. is, and they're still trying to live the past. None and of them are there together. Like us. I say, you keep saying a conservative <laughs> and a Democrat. They are two of the same class. Well, that's what Wallace said. Nothing no different, said, not neither one of them. And I they agree. work together and do uh, things together. Okay, Mason. All right. About making money. Okay. All right, let's move on from Kavanaugh. I think we done beat that horse enough now. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, the bottom line <laughs> yeah, so is, I gave my opinion. Is, okay, thank sure you, did, The bottom line is he's on the Supreme Court now, and we just have to wait to see how he rules on cases. Uh, he may be a yeah, judge Thomas like where he don't say much. Yeah, he may not say much. He just do, you know, grow with the flow or, you know, may not. We, we have to see. Just remember this is the second one that the – May, <laughs> this, is, this is the second one. This is the second one that Trump has put on um, – that has put on the Supreme Court. See, people forget that. This is the second mm-hmm. judge he can put up there. So right. we'll see. Mm-hmm. But, but and it's a new session but beginning. Be... <clears throat> what, May? But if they change the book. If he put all, just move all the ones that's there and put them all there and, and put and make them all conservative, still won't be no difference. You know what's really telling is that none of us actually, like, maybe, maybe not none of us. I'm not going to put us all out there like that. But we didn't know the names of the Supreme Court justices because that stuff was very quiet for a long time. We didn't know who was mm-hmm. <laughs> making these decisions until, like, recently when right. they started becoming famous. <laughs> true, true. Well, we knew, some, true. We knew some of them. 
Okay, Maze knew some of them, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and how and how rich they got from sitting on the on the court because the one that went home that he replaced, as just I said, one man, one vote. And how many is nine? They they got they were well with eight. They was okay with eight, but now they had all of a sudden they had to have nine. Well, they have to have nine. Eight was okay oh, for a year. 11. They have to have an un- they have to have yeah. an odd number. Right. Well, it was okay with eight when they did have it. And then they well, had they were really okay because they had to have it. That's why, why they, they okay had it. They couldn't, they couldn't, make, a ju- they couldn't make a judicial decision without an odd number. <laughs> it was better that way. It was better what? <laughs> what? It was better that way with eight. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, look, look. This is something me and Joe talk about a lot. And um, I, found a, I found an article here recently about Chinese spies reportedly inserted microchips into servers used by Apple, Amazon, oh, and others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's basically it's infiltrated the supply chain for servers used by nearly 30 U.S. companies, including government contractor Apple and Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be done by a branch of Chinese China's armed forces, um, forcing Chinese manufacturers to insert microchips into U.S. designed servers, chips not bigger than a, rice, a grain of rice. Both Amazon and Apple strongly refute the story, which, of course, they would. Elementary servers could be found in Department of Defense data centers, the CIA drone operations, and the onboard networks of Navy warships. And that's where I want to go at right there. Because I said it before. Can I make one simple? Wait a minute. Hold up, Chris. Hold up, Chris. And everybody told me I was crazy. And I said, remember when the warships were running into stuff and nobody knew why they were doing it? Oh yeah, yeah. And I said yeah. somebody else. I said somebody else had control of those ships and they just didn't want nobody. And the admiral got fired because you know nobody yeah, really wanted to say what happened. Said, that yeah, she said they had been hacked. That's what you said. That's it. We talked about it. They, they had been hacked. Well, you yeah. were proven right, right there, uh, Eric. Yeah. Bam, right so there. So how did they find out? How did they find Chips aside, if you are using your fingerprint to log into your phone, you're an idiot. Right. That's what it is, though. I mean, they, they uh, George Orwell was talking about this back in the 50s when he wrote that book, 1984. I mean, it's not. This is not new mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, he was talking about communist no. Russia. <laughs> this isn't new. No, if you they want to control look at every it. thought you have, everything you do, every thought you have. I mean, it's not new. They they just want to control everything you do. Mm-hmm. When you take a look at the transcripts of the um, the committee on the un-American activities, you'd be surprised back in the fifties and early sixties just how much no, influence. No, we not surprised because we know the stuff that we're doing back in those days. Oh, you knew he that. Was doing it, some of them. Oh, okay. A whole lot of stuff they did. Did somebody write about it? Thank you, man. And still you know, doing Maze, it. You know, man. Undercover. Look, you know, man's been around since Moses. Quit <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. No, I've been around since David. Uh, <laughs> I was around when David was around him, so not Moses, David. David. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, half of them 
because somebody wanted it to happen. Kills and well, everything else. Yeah. Of course. You know, and while we're paying attention to all this little stuff here, you know, there's a battle going on out there in the South China Sea that nobody's saying anything about. Oh, between, yeah. You know, uh, like the, like the, the cruiser. The, the Navy and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's over resources. That's mm. over resources. Yes, everything is over resources. Oh, that's exactly. Like we say, usually when, when there's uh, something that's really – Heavily publicized media-wise here in, in this country, you need to look overseas and see what's really going on because something else going on that that they don't, you know nobody's really paying attention to. Oh, you know what else? How about the, what else? You know, Seventeen years in Afghanistan. Now, only about three three to four years ago, was it revealed that the probable reason why we're over there, of course, isn't the, for the Taliban or to or to curb the um, the global drug trade. A trillion dollars worth of uh, rare earth minerals in Afghanistan. Are you surprised? Yeah. A trillion, but I'm surprised it made the MSM, the mainstream media. Yeah. But Joe, what are you, what are you talking about? All those judges that came along with this, this Supreme Court judge that they don't put on the court. Who? What? All the judges they don't put on the court. The, the appeals court. All these judges. Who's about going to okay, judges what about? came along. Hey, Joe, what do you think about them? Or why did they, what were they put there? Who's they and about the appeals judges? I don't know what you're... Oh, you don't know about that? Okay. No. Well, when you find out about it, tell us about it next time you call in, okay? I sure will, Mason. I'll be looking That's forward to hearing from you too, as soon as I come in 10 mm-hmm. minutes. Really All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe sometime I know it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Mason, I have tied it to her. Yeah, apparently. No, we're not tired of the hip. I'm only tired of the hip with one man, and that ain't you. So, <laughs> I know. Uh, Unless I'm on the air. All right. Not, not, you, not. You Maybe on the air, but all right. no other place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I know. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. That's it. All right. So, you're going to be on Friday, Mr. Talk? Huh? Wait a minute, Mason. You're going to be on Friday? Friday. Yes, okay. I'll be on Friday. I thought you were going bowling. Long Mountain. Okay. No, I'll be here Friday. Uh, but go ahead and give me your I'm, last words, mate. Yeah, this madness that we're looking at is, uh, yeah, this madness the north and the south all over again, and we don't have nothing to do with it. We just invite looking. That's all I got to say. Have a good one. <laughs> all right, babe. We'll see you Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. All right, Chris, I know you're new. Thanks for joining us today, man. We really appreciate your input. Give me some last words for you. I'll let you get you out of here. Uh, I'd probably say my last words are going to be uh, start reading stuff that makes you uncomfortable and start thinking for yourself. Oh, I love that. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Once again, thank you for calling in. And uh, anytime, anytime. All right. Next, Joe, as always. All right. Watching the arms when he's around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May say she was going bowling at the time you're going to have your show on Friday, then maybe I can actually show up and actually have a conversation <laughs> without, you know, my nemesis showing up. Are you going bowling, man? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, she was, asking, she was asking me, was I going to be bowling? Oh, we, you know, well, you I know me. Bowling? I'm a man yeah. of uh, 
And when it comes time to the end of the show, I'm a person of a very few words. So everybody just be safe, be good, and see you when I see you. All right. Hey, take care of them ghosts up there in the mountains, man. It's getting cold. I do. They're still asking about you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Talk to you later, Joe. Okay, Eric. <laughs> oh. All right, Pete. Where you at? I know you got something for hey. me today. So. I don't, I don't, because I've been running, and I just shut down my laptop, and I'm trying to get out of here. Got to meet and get to. But um, let me just okay. say this. Um, um, you know, people just need to, and like you said, research for yourself. Find out what's really going on. Stop looking at circus things. Stop looking at things as if they're black and white issues. Because it's more to that. As long as the system can always make you focus on racial issues, racial disparities, economic disparities, then you will remain trapped in the mentality and in the plot that they want you to be in, focusing on things that they want you to pay attention to while they sliding something in the back door that is going to be detrimental not only for your community but everybody else as well. Remember, the top 5%, they got an agenda. They got a plan. And until we can all really just stop looking at the, the, the outer epidermis and really understand that we all believe red and that the laws and policies that go through this land really affect all of us, then we're going to always get the same results that we keep getting now. Let me just say this. For those who you think are getting away with stuff, keep living. They won't be for long. Keep living. Because the very the very same things, the same things that they perpetuate upon your communities is easily and systematically slipping and sliding into their communities. Look at the heroin epidemic. They never thought it would get there, but look at it. See? So so just be aware. Just be aware and just know there is a plan. There is an agenda. Open your eyes, people. Pay attention. You know, I'm just saying. All right, ma'am. Thanks, ma'am. Appreciate you. All right, and we'll talk to you later, later, later. All right, y'all. That's going to do it for us. And my last word is a combination of what everybody else said, okay? So, you want to hear it again, go back and catch it in the archives. I don't have much to say today. Uh, but it's been fun. I do appreciate it. Once again, thank you, Chris, for joining us, new caller. I appreciate that. From Illinois, y'all, Chicago. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I had my man Mike from Singapore call in. His call dropped, unfortunately, but it's okay. He'll call back, I'm sure. I want to say thank you, everybody, for listening. It's been fun. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart. But make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy, all right? Until Friday, man, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, saying see ya. And uh, definitely not going to be ya. Have fun, y'all. We out of here.
how you twerk it Girl, you know me work it Sexy now you lick them in his skirt Turn it on and show them how you twerk it Girl, you know me work it Sexy now you lick them in his skirt Turn it on and show them how you twerk it Girl, you know me work it Sexy now you lick them in his skirt Dick and want me, I got inserted With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.